Good. Right then, let's talk to the only man who can go to the Playboy Studios and not see Ian Nudity. It's my man <laughs> in America. <laughs> Derek McCaw, hello, sir. You have to keep reminding me of my failures. <laughs> and I'm, I'm fine, and may I say, from that little snap, snippet of conversation, I'm very grateful that I'm not in the studio with you tonight. So <laughs> You'd be well. on free beer, though, sir. Yeah, we had some lovely free beer tonight. Oh, well, it was free then, okay. I have mixed emotions then, I feel. And we are feeling free now, free and loose. <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> you boys have a fun time with that. Oh, indeed, yes. Now, we should say you're going to be filling us in with a little bit of uh, news uh, stateside. So, first up, let's ask, is there any word on what's happening with the new Star Trek movie? Uh, a lot of flurry, uh, because today would be a, a really good day. I had not realized this when you and I were chatting by email earlier. Today, for you, and tomorrow for me, is officially the 40th anniversary of Star Trek. Wow, oh, yes. There we go. So, it's a big deal. And, uh, you know, they are doing... Uh, they are digitally remastering all the original series and doing redoing the special effects. So no more cardboard. It's all going to be digital, all the space shots and everything. Oh. And so there's been a flurry in the last couple of weeks. They've been making the kind of convention circuit again to basically announce that they still don't really know anything. <laughs> but they've, <laughs> they've got that poster. I, I don't know if you've seen the poster, which has the... Yeah, I have. It's like the old uniform. Yeah, it looks like the, like the old uniform. And uh, but they've been trying to whip people up into a frenzy, and all they've got to show for it right now is this remastered Star Trek that will be showing uh, here in I think uh, a couple of weeks, starting, and uh, then it's going to go into syndication on regular television stations here. I don't know if the BBC is going to pick it up. Do, do you guys still uh, show reruns? Yeah, of Star we, Trek? we do. Yeah, there's a couple of uh, satellite channels that show it and are kind of celebrating the fact that it's the 40th anniversary. There you go. So they're going to be slowly work as they get each episode redone with the special effects they're going to be working that into the rotation so that eventually just like the Star Wars trilogy we'll no longer remember uh, the way it used to look they're change that all and uh, but uh, as I was saying because I'd like to point out when I find something cool like this uh, there's a site that's been around for a, a year or two of fans in, uh, in the southeastern United States uh, called newvoyages.com and they take uh, they've, they started out by rewriting uh, by writing a new script and recasting all the original roles and uh, filmed as if there were a fourth episode, uh, fourth, fourth season of the original Star Trek series. Right. And it started out as just this labor of love. Then Gene Roddenberry's widow uh, actually approved of it, so the estate actually approves. They can't call themselves Star Trek. That's why they're newvoyages.com. But mm -hmm. uh, listeners can, in, in the UK, can just as easily get on there and download these episodes. They have four done. And what actually, aside from getting approval, now they have Walter Kane who was Chekhov in the original series has guested on one of their episodes. George <laughs> wow. McKay is going to be in an episode. And, and the and the Roddenberry estate gave them access to the scripts for the revival of the tele original television series that never happened when Paramount had intended to create a network in the 70s before they decided to just go ahead and make Star Trek the motion picture. They commissioned a season's worth of, of revival scripts. And so now these fans have access to it and uh, the cast is a little young for the parts that they're playing uh, yeah. but uh, that's everybody's younger now so 
there you go. But uh, are these just available for download then? Can you they're just available for download? You go to you, yeah. You go to newvoyages.com and you can and you download these episodes. And I've also heard I haven't seen this yet, but I've also heard there's a newfrontiers.com which does uh, which does sequel episodes set in the next generation universe, but with wow. all new characters and also Gosh. has the approval of the Roddenberry estate. I don't know if Paramount's happy about it, but uh, <laughs> Roddenberry. There is no new Star Trek on TV, and that's the big thing that's going on with the 40th anniversary. Is despite the fact that J.J. Abrams is got, has got the green light from Paramount and is going to do this revival, the question on all the pundits' minds is: Is Star Trek really viable anymore? Does it matter? Can't we just be happy with all the old stuff we have? Uh, because Enterprise certainly did not seem to get enough viewers. And compared to something like Battlestar Galactica, I think we've got. A wonderful uh, science fiction film out only last year. You know the name was completely escaping. What was it called? Serenity. 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 Yeah. Right. Which I thought, which I thought was good. From Joss yeah. Whedon. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, and I think perhaps unless they have got a completely new twist on it, because it just seemed to be every, every little thing they could have possibly done to the Star Trek thing, like a prequel, a next generation, has been done. Yes. So what could they possibly do? Because you know, and again, so much is spent, I suppose, on TV programs these days anyway. That does a big block, big blockbuster budget make that much difference now? Well, Anyway. You know, at the risk of sounding a bit laddish, I can say that uh, three words that haven't been done yet. Green girl nudity. So, there. That's <laughs> okay. for Star Trek. Damn, I, that's so wrong of me. But uh, because just last week here, I don't, I don't know if it will be broadcast in the in the UK or not, but the Comedy Central are, uh, did a, a, a roast of William Shatner, and they had dancing, scantily clad uh, green girls. And it's, it's clear that that's what the fans want and the fans, the fans love. You know, so. We should just clear this up. When, when Derek says a roast of someone... <laughs> That language might mean something slightly different in this country, but... Oh, I, I didn't think of that. There you go. Um, no, we slaughtered them in Jaffa cake, and uh, there we go. Uh, no. <laughs> this is a... This is a uh, I don't think we do it's this like in this a celebration. It's a celebration, but it's just, they, I mean, they have celebrities such as like Pamela Anderson or like William Shatner, and they sit in there and invite people on, comedians, to just simply um, have the mick out of them. Well, thank you. I, I did, had no idea that that was a strictly American concept. I thought that all over the world we were making fun of our best friends and being me. Do we have anything like this in the UK, Jamie? I think we do. I think one of the Oxford or Cambridge universities do something every not year. Not on TV. Is it like a, n- not on TV. They uh, do have celebrities going it though. I this think. is a TV program. Oh, yeah. it's, it's an annual event for for charity, uh, and it, it's a fairly recent phenomenon. The roasts have gone on for in, in decades. The Friars Club, which is a group of com- uh, which is the professional organization of, of stand-up comedians uh, in the U.S., uh, have always had an annual celebrity roast uh, for charity. But it's only <laughs> it just makes me laugh when you say it. <laughs> celebrity roast. Well, you know, they, they uh, you know they base them lightly and uh, let them marinate for a while. And, and you mm. know, Shatner, Shatner was good. So. But he was right. And we should say that we, apart from looking into your crystal balls, as we do every now and again, oh, yes. uh, we'd also like you to look into the future and perhaps warn us of a film that maybe you'd like to have a bit of a rant about. Well, I have a rant because I, I'm, I'm, we're being uh, not allowed to see a film that is actually opened in seven cities in the United States, which may not seem like that big a deal from a, a UK perspective. Uh, <laughs> if you open in seven cities, that I, I don't know. That might be okay in England, but in the United States, that's really small. That's a, 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 a studio trying to dump a film, but feeling like they still want the filmmaker to feel happy with them. And it's a film called Idiocracy, uh, and it's by Mike Judge, who wrote and directed Office Space and uh, does the show King of the Hill. I don't know if that's gone yeah. over the UK. Yeah, we yeah. Did King of the Hill and created Beavis and Butthead. 
and basically uh, it's about a man who goes to suspended animation uh, Luke Wilson uh, goes into cryogenics and wakes up 500 years in the future to basically discover that the Beavis and Butthead mentality is about uh, the highest intellectual capacity that I have heard of this yes, it, was, it was called 3001 at one point and then they changed it to idiocracy the president of the United States is a pro wrestler which you know maybe if I'm going to see The Rock The Rock's a pretty smart man but not that the, the, the president is not that smart in this film and it's uh, while uh, the few people that have seen it have said it, it's not exactly brilliant it's nowhere near as bad as the dumping of it would would lead people to believe so yes. I think one of the things is Fox has been is very worried that because it takes such a direct shot at the IQ of the American public that <laughs> there's no point in showing it which yes. I think sort of is insulting and the IQ of the American president is it? Well, oh, alright no, you can say that you can say that but people will burn my record if I do, not that I no, have records, no, but if I had it, I have to say it for you. Sorry right, English. thank you. Okay, we're going to have a musical break now. And we're going to find out which big movie star Derek is off to have a chat with later on in the Hollywood afternoon after go. Boston and more than a feeling. Oh yes, you have to love that one. That's Boston and more than a feeling. Good morning, it's BBC Radio Humberside, 16 and a half minutes till 1am, right here on The Late Licence. I'm still joined on the line by my man in America, Derek McCaw. Hello. And of course, local film critic and local legend, Jamie Kelwick. <laughs> local, local legend, huh? What are you doing? Local legend now. Yes. Wow. All right. Local, yes. Something or other, anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> so, now, Derek, you, we're very excited about this, because after this interview, not only do you get to talk to BBC Radio Humberside celebrities, like myself and Jamie. Oh, absolutely. It's a thrill of But you're going to talk to someone who is more than just a man. Uh, he well, is indeed. He's about two men, really. He is a rock. Uh, in fact, he is the rock, although I think officially now he's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, <laughs> I, I am going, uh, because next week in America, and I, and I don't know if Jamie will tell me if this is opening, because you told me that American football movies do not do well in the U.K., but um, The Rock is starring in a film called Gridiron Gang, which is about a coach who went into a prison uh, for wayward youths and uh, got them to sublimate their violent tendencies through football and ha helped them to turn their lives around because they learned the discipline of the American football game. And All right. So it's based on a true story, and evidently it's a subject that's actually very near and dear to The Rock's heart because he'd had some run-ins uh, with the law in his teen years, and luckily somebody took him under, the, under their wing and kind of straightened him out and got him into football. So uh, he he is making an appearance here in San Jose uh, to for a charity that is, that is uh, that uh, is providing after-school sports programs for students. So, as part of that, they've actually given like local press here uh, two hours with The Rock, and it's down the street from the school I work at. So, I'm going to run down, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> hang up here and and run down the street, and uh, yeah, I get to uh, hang out with The Rock, which is really good because uh, my son, who's two, just got his first rock action figure so he doesn't understand that it's a real person but I'll be able to come on with a photo of his <laughs> daddy with we'll the send it to us we'll put it on the map yeah, send, yeah. Us, send, send us a picture and we'll put it up on uh, all the W's myspace.com forward slash late license check it out there's links to Jamie's website and of course to Derek's as well which is always the wonderful fanboyplanet.com yes thank Der you Derek I'm so jealous because I think I'm a big fan of the rock he's like the new Arnie Schwarzenegger isn't he absolutely I and mean, which Arnold Schwarzenegger actually did 
passed the torch in uh, the rundown. Uh, the Rock walked into a bar, Arnold Schwarzenegger walked out and said, oh, yeah. out of we, should, we should say in this country it was called Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. Was it? They changed it. it. Was, they changed it for some reason. I don't know why. But, they you know, get. I think Welcome to the Jungle is a better title. The rundown did not It did not do well under that title at all. It was actually, I, there was another title to it, too. There was something like King Solomon's Mind. Sounded like King Solomon's <laughs> Minds. All right. Uh, and then they changed that. So I like Welcome to the Jungle, but it was a great movie. I think The Rock, though he has not had the movie that makes people understand how good he is. Uh, he is. He's a decent actor. He totally stole Be Cool away from John, John Travolta. Oh, definitely. The movie was not that good, but he was great in it. I even enjoyed Walking Tall. You yeah. know, it was fun. Although you're yeah. you're you're in danger in a movie when Johnny Knoxville is cast as the voice of reason, so I had a problem with that. <laughs> in Walking Tall, but yes. uh, it's going through the same phase as what Arnie did with his raw deal and all things like yeah, that. Yeah, and he needs to have the man the movies before he met the big one. And, and in fact, tonight I'm going to try and slip this in. There's an Arnold Schwarzenegger project kicking around Hollywood that Schwarzenegger's no way ever going to do, and he was <laughs> wrong for it in the first place. But The Rock is absolutely absolutely right for it. Called Doc Savage, Frank Darabont, who did the Shawshank oh, yeah. Redemption. Yeah. has this screenplay and Doc Savage was a 30s and 40s pulp pulp fiction hero there was a there was like a really campy movie in the 70s uh, starring Ron Ely and uh, they've been trying to remake it because all these directors and screenwriters love Doc Savage, the concept, you know, the, there's a, a series of novels, and The Rock is absolutely the right guy for it. So if if it gets announced soon that The Rock is you know, he's going to play Doc Savage, you can totally give me credit for it because I'm going to tell him tonight that he should play it. Uh, no, <laughs> he can get the soup. It's both Eric. I don't want to die until he's done that. So. Say hello to The Rock from me and Jamie. I will, I will. And tell him if he, if he wants to fight, you know where, he knows where I am. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I think he'll snap you in lo- into like an oblong aspirin, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I think he might just do that as well. Fingers, you know, there you go. Oh, <laughs> oh <damn it>. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, it's been lovely chatting to you. Uh, you can find out all about Derek and what he's been up to. He is the editor of fanboyplanet.com. I urge you to have a look. Right. Derek, it's been wonderful as always. We shall chat to you again next week and find out just what The Rock would like. All right. All right. Bye. Thank you very much. Take it easy. Hey, good night, guys. Drink well. Yeah. Take it easy. Cheers. <laughs> That's Derek McCall, my man in America. Right, we're going to calm things down a little bit now. And have some lovely music right here on Radio Homicide. This is Bonnie Ray, and I Can't Make You Love Me.